0: This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday, 10 to 2, on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's check in with Von Palmer from the Vancouver Sun and find out what's going on. There is a lot, actually. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. Uh, let's start with that briefing going on this morning. What is this all about?
1: So we're getting a briefing, a uh, technical briefing for the media. I had to register at midnight last night or before midnight, so not... 9.15. We get another PowerPoint presentation, and then it's explained by Dr. Henry and by Stephen Brown, who's the Deputy Minister of Health. So they'll go through all that. We can ask questions, technical questions, and then the online version for the public goes at 11 a.m. Um, this So this would be a repeat to some degree of what we got three weeks ago. British Columbia was the first province to give some modeling about the outbreak and to talk about the implications of the modeling. And we're going to get an update on all that today.
0: Okay, but I guess first of all, though, they're going to have to sort out what happened yesterday, right? Because what was the deal with the numbers?
1: Yeah, you know, we get this little note at the beginning of the week saying, oh, by the way, there won't be a briefing. The daily briefing that we've come to rely on Monday to, Monday to Saturday—they take Sunday off. So we got a briefing saying that uh, Doctor Henry and Adrian Dix were not going to do the daily briefing on Thursday. Well, you know, I wouldn't say they got—they gave them the day off because I know they're doing an awful lot of work besides briefing the media. But they take the day off, and uh, everything goes to hell. Yeah, <laughs> the numbers. We're late. Normally, we get them mid-afternoon. They didn't come in till late, uh, and when they came in, they didn't add up. Um, Gordon McDonald did a good job for you a little while ago flagging the question marks, but I think what they are is question marks. I don't know what the numbers mean because, as I said, they don't add up, so I think the first thing they're going to have to do is explain things and... You know, uh, up to now, we've found the BC reporting on this is very detailed. It's daily. It's generally reliable. Yes, things change. But when they change, they explain it. So this is a very important day getting these this update on the modeling, but it sort of starts under a cloud because yesterday's numbers don't add up.
0: Right. Okay, so they have to sort that out. What, what do you think we're going to hear today? though? Any idea what they're going to tell us? So...
1: I think they've, been, they've, they've tried to lower expectations. Uh, this is not a turning point, said Adrian Dix, and Dr. Henry made it clear that whatever we hear today does not mean there's going to be any change in the current restrictions before the end of the month. What they're doing, what they say they're doing, is giving us the numbers so we know what they see Three weeks ago, what they did was they said, here's how the outbreak is going so far, and we've taken the progress here in British Columbia, and we've looked at four scenarios based on what's happened elsewhere. And included in it was a worst-case scenario based on the outbreak in northern Italy. The key in northern Italy was you get so many cases so quick, your system is overwhelmed. Uh, There aren't enough doctors, there aren't enough emergency, there isn't enough ICU, there aren't enough hospital beds. So how do we avoid that? That was what led us here in British Columbia to cancel all those surgeries. The cancellation now is over 14,000 surgeries have been canceled uh, they're called elective surgeries. As you know, they're not really elective. Mm-hmm. If you're waiting for your knee and to be replaced and you're in pain, I know that one. It happened to me. I wasn't canceled, but I know what you go through waiting. So that was the last time what it was all about, and that's why they cleaned out all those hospital rooms and so many empty and why they built the overflow space at the Vancouver Convention Center. I think, you know, if you follow that through, what we're going to hear today is we will see the mounting evidence that we have avoided that kind of an outbreak. Hospitalization in BC is relatively flat. The ICUs aren't overwhelmed. We've got plenty of ventilators. There's lots of treatment. So that we'll get today. Um, We'll get some markers, I think, Simi, I, I use that word rather than projections, of what kind of things they're going to look at between now and May to start Relaxing some of the restrictions, most places many places in North America are looking at the same kind of thing. At what point do we start to relax some of the restrictions? I think we'll get some indication on that on on the things that's going to have to happen and I think here in BC one of the first things we'll see is that they will start rescheduling uh, those right. surgeries they 've already got somebody they 've got the um, the former CEO of Fraser Health, Michael Marchbank, is already looking, and he's been looking at it for two or three weeks, for how do you start reactivating all this empty space? How do you, in what order do you bring back the surgeries? He ran the entire Fraser Health region, so he knows what kind of resources you need in place. So I think that's what. I think that's what we'll get some indication of today. I don't think people should be expecting uh, that we're going to have big news about uh, the schools reopening or that or businesses coming back just yet.
0: Right, because I've noticed that, too, about Adrian Dix, that he's talking more about surgeries, talking about the surgeries that yes. are still going on. So clearly this is a priority that they're moving towards.
1: It really is. And, you know, Premier John Horgan and Adrian Dix have both said this. This is an NDP government, right? Health care waiting lists in the public sector are something New Democrats have been talking about, really, ever since they went into opposition and uh, almost 20 years ago. Th- this is... Uh, this is their one of their big issues. Dick spent his first two and a half years as health minister. Massive effort to reduce waiting lists with some success. So mm-hmm. all of that has been undone. And, yes, when Dick says it was absolutely gutting to do all this, to cancel all those scheduled surgeries, when Horgan says it's one of the toughest decisions the government's made, I think, They mean it, and I think what you're going – they want to be able to start getting back to that. It will take a long time to get us back to where they were when they took office.
0: Uh, let's quickly also talk about the um, the personal protective equipment as well. There is a shortage out there, despite what we have been told.
1: Yes. So Safe Care BC is an organization representing a lot of long-term care homes and, and similar facilities in BC. They did a big survey of their members uh, last Friday, so a week ago. Uh, Asked them what the situation was, 500 of them uh, almost, they responded. Seventy percent of the facilities said critical shortages of personal protective equipment, everything. Uh, Worried about their staff, worried about keeping things going, worried about having to recycle stuff and lack of safety. Um, They put that survey out last weekend, sent it off to MLA's. I asked Dr. Henry about it on Wednesday. Um, She kind of dismissed it. She said, well, this was taken a few weeks ago. I think she was referring to an earlier survey. The health ministry has now said, no, it's a recent survey. We're aware of it. We're dealing with it. It's a serious problem because really, wait. We've, we've got two outbreaks in this country, right? There's, there's long-term care homes, and then there's everybody else. And I guess the mission prison is starting to move into long-term care facility. Uh, this is a serious, serious problem. They're still trying to deal with it. There is a problem with shortages. There's a shortage. There's still a problem with staff moving between facilities. They haven't got that completely under control yeah. yet either.
0: There's a lot more to come on this. All right, Vaughn, we will be talking with you about it in the days ahead. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Bye-bye, Simi.